like burnt out. All right. Welcome to the Peace by Peace podcast. I'm your host, William Parham, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. You're his mess. And it's your boy, Takai. And today we have a special guest, lovely friend. Her name is... Emma Johnson. Well, you got to say it to the mic. Oh, shit. Take the mic with you. Emma Johnson. Sweet. Thanks for coming, Emma. So today we'll be talking about seasonal depression. Uh, Is it real? Is it fake? Uh, how it affects college students, how it affects workers, adults, overall. So to me, to define it, seasonal depression is that time of the year where everyone gets overstressed or overworked and they have less outlets to relieve themselves. This causes you know, a spiral in mood, particularly sadness, maybe anger, frustration, and leads to less productivity and lingering side effects such as depression or anxiety or uh, lack of motivation overall in the workforce because I figured life is a balance between work hard, play hard. So if people don't have their outlets to you know, play and just all work, they burn out. And a prime thing or example is quarantine. A lot of people like going out to relieve themselves from stress at work. And there's been a huge spike in depression ever since COVID happened. So what are your thoughts? Who wants to go first? Personally, I think seasonal depression is fake. Not in the sense that, oh, you're just making it up. I think it is, well, that people around the time of the year, around Christmas, are sad because they're alone. I don't think it is this thing that, oh, you randomly just get hit with a uh, a bout of melancholy. I genuinely believe that people have nothing to do during the Christmas time, and they become depressed because they literally have nothing better to do. A way around that is to always make yourself busy. If you're busy, if you're too busy to think about being alone, then you can't be depressed. That's what I mean by it's not real. It it really isn't. Because there's a way around it. I Man, I kind of feel the same way because, like, um, like if you look at our parents, like, you realize, I mean, I don't know, at least I don't know about you guys, but at least my, like, my parents, they were like, that shit is definitely not real. Get your ass to work. So, I mean, it's kind of like, and I realized this. So, going from like the like both their approaches, like I've noticed that like when I'm like in college and I'm not like actively like working constantly, like I'm bartending job, dude, like I'm actually mad miserable. Like even though I'd be studying a lot, I'd be miserable as hell. But, like, it's, I guess, I don't know if it's because, like, the loneliness factor, but sometimes even when I had, like, a, even when I have a girlfriend, I still, f- like, kind of feel, like, a little bit, like, down. But I, I just, I don't know. Like, when I'm working full-time, dude, I kind of, like, it's just another day. Like, I'm not, it's not like, oh, I'm, like, another day depressed, but it's just, like, it is just, like, another day. Because, like, bro, bills got to get paid, man. Them bills do not care about daylight life savings, bro. So that, I see it realistically. So, like, I, can't, I don't have time to just be, like, uh, going through TikTok and get my emotions played with, like, through some, like, crazy-ass algorithm I'll be watching, you know? So, like, yeah. I mean, I, I'm in the, I would say, like, no, it's, I don't think it's real. Emma? Um, I, do, I think it is real. I think in the winter season, generally the weather, it it does play impact because it's like you're not outside as much, you're indoors, and like you said, that there's nothing to do. But even like if I'm working or if I'm doing sports, like I'm still, I might have an outlet to have, um, I might have an outlet at the end of the day, but I'm still 
upset, all those emotions that I have, or like the feelings of depression, they don't go away just because you're busy. Like they just sneak up on you at different times. Like Facts. yes, you may have, like you might be doing like paying your bills, like working and consistently having something to keep you occupied, but nothing, it doesn't just stop, it just adds. So those emotions pile up, at least that's what I think. So. Mm. No, that's a good take. Um, I should have said that because depression for me, or I believe it is real because as Emma just said, it comes later, it comes ra random times. So if you keep working, yes, you won't have to deal with it because you're just putting those thoughts away. But there's always a time where things aren't as productive as they once were. So like if you're working the bartending job, mm. I don't know if there's a, what season it is, or I don't know how bartending works, but there's like a time where no, there definitely is. So it's usually it like falls down and that's when you start to realize, oh, I'm not as busy. And then you start thinking to yourself and then those yeah. thoughts kind of build up and maybe depression comes. I don't know because I don't bartend. Nah, like, I mean, I know, I mean, that is kind of like a weekly thing. Like, you know, Monday through Wednesdays, it'll be like dead depending, um, like, dep like, because the bar I'm at, like, we get some college students and stuff, so during, like, college, like, during the semesters, like, we, it really depends. Like, beforehand, like, before COVID and all that, bro, they used to be, like, every night, bro, we have kids from Hopkins, like, UMBC. Like, it was weird, because they would rotate, like, mad different nights, bro. One day, I was, like, we had, like, a bunch of kids from, like, Howard, but that was kind of, like, wild. Yeah. Howard well, Community Bollage? Bollage. 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 University in Baltimore. Uh, bro, yeah, I mean, it's not that far. It's just... Nah, like, like, it, like, I think, I think they were like doing, like, playing some kind of like sports or something. I, I, I think that's the only reason. But I was kind of like, but that was like a occasional thing. But yeah, I would say like, name any big college around the way, bro. They literally had their college night. So for me, I was always busy. But I know what you mean. Like when you're sitting there and you're kind of like, damn, you know, I could be, it could be better. But then I'm like. See, I don't know, because I don't like to sit around and, like, think of it too much, because I get wrapped in my own head, and then I realize, like, I'm kind of wasting mad time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get, sometimes you do have to sit down and be like, damn, this ain't really working, like, or, damn, I, I should probably deal with this, like, a certain way, but, I don't know, man, time is money, <laughs> so, yeah. I'm sorry. I, uh, I understand that feeling. Uh, I still don't get that, though, because, uh, for me, I turn almost any opportunity, well, any chance I get into an opportunity. So, say, let's say it's a slow day at the bar, it's because you bartend, and you know you get a group of guys that come in and they start talking about how, yeah, let's just say that they're talking about how profits are low because of the season. Well. I, most likely, I would talk to them and figure out what exactly they're what exactly they're talking about. And, you know, what what are they doing? Uh, what pro, what what exactly are they selling? What are their jobs? What are their you know what are their actual salary? You know, try to figure out what exactly are they doing and why exactly are profits low or whatever is going on in the business, and then try to apply that to how it is applying to everything else in the world. Because, you know, if uh, one business is a representation of an entire group of people, what does an entire group of businesses relate to an entire region of people? And so, I, I basically, I find ways to keep myself busy even if there is nothing to really do. Nah, I know what you mean because I'm pretty much considered like the therapist at my job. <laughs> so I just sometimes I'll, I'll be like, kind of like, man, 
like I hate the fact that I'm so talkative because people just kind of like I guess trauma dump but you know it is what it is I guess like it's a bar tip me like guys bro I this trauma is not bro trauma dumping is not free give tip me $10 nah bro that's a little bit too generous if you try oh it depends I'm not gonna lie because I got tipped like $100 for hearing some crazy stuff which that was like damn that's crazy Bullshit. like it, I can't even say it on like on the video on camera but it was wild I was like what the fuck are you even here but you know <laughs> like <laughs> it was a silver. What'd you say? <laughs> I need, oh, military. Yeah. Nah, it was, it was like crazy. Um, I don't know. I think, I feel like when we think of depression in general, we see it as people can't get out of bed. I think this is part of it. People can't get out of bed. They can't do anything and they're stuck. But I feel like that's only one side or one aspect of it. Whereas like, I feel like people have depression in their daily life and when they still go to work. They still are functional human beings most of the time. And I think when it comes to seasonal depression, I think that's kind of goes back to that aspect of you can still be a functional person and have these emotions and feelings, but right. it doesn't take away from the fact that you do have these emotions and feelings and that by having them, it's a lot harder to do all those things that like to go to work or to study or to just do anything really because you care about it and you know you want to get it done but you don't have the energy to do that if that makes sense uh, in that sense i think people actually conflate the two so people i've heard people say that they're depressed when really they're just bummed out that they didn't get to go to i don't know a concert mm -hmm. uh, the fallout boys concert or they become incredibly sad that they didn't you know, something in their life didn't go as planned. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people actually feed too much into that idea. So you said that people don't actually get out of bed because, you know, everything around them is doing poorly. Well, why is everything around them failing? You know, are you, are you just not going to your classes? You, you fail in classes because you're just not studying, you're not going to your classes, you're not doing the homework? I mean, well, if that's the case, then yeah, things aren't going to be great in your life. You're not really trying. And, you know, let's say that, you know, you're, you're really sad because you can't find someone. Well, why, why is that the case? Are you, you know, keeping to yourself and becoming, being as unappealing to other people as possible? Are you, are you just, you know, hiding in the corner? You know, are you yelling at people for approaching you? What is going on? Yeah. So if, if you aren't actually actively trying to make an effort in anything, of course you're going to be sad. Of course you're going to be bummed out. Because anything that comes to you for free is not worth keeping. We don't value anything that we get for free. So I, I still stand by that, that seasonal depression is this made-up thing that people use as an excuse to just be bummed out. Because if, if you can't, if you don't have the willpower to get up in the morning and do what you know you have to do, then why are you, why even exist? To answer that, um, depression is a thought process. So when you feel inadequate or rejected, that's considered depression. So for people who, you know, are questioning their meaning of life or existence, I'm only saying seasonal depression, or I believe, uh, is real because, I'll take an example. You set a goal for New Year's, right? Mm -hmm. So you say, all right, I'm going to work until this time. I set this goal. And let's say 10, 9 months go by. 
and you haven't hit that goal by the end of the year, your expectations are your downfall, so to speak. So if you're not where you want to be and you're not, you know, either patient enough or consistent, perhaps, yeah, consistent, mm -hmm. and you're not where you want to envision yourself, that's when you may think you're inadequate and you're not fully functioning, and then that's how depression comes. And so that's why I agree to when you're saying, like, people need to find purpose for themselves. But at the end of the day, we're in a system where we're being taught by others to learn how to do, you know, work that they provide for us. It's very rare for us to find out what we want to do for ourselves when we're constantly learning from others. And those others aren't really teaching us how to handle our own thoughts, more so just how to solve a problem and fix it. All you. That kind of sounds like an excuse to me. So the thing is, is that you, what you've said is, everything you've said is the exact wrong way of going about life. I absolutely hate New Year's resolutions. Yeah, I think it's pointless as hell. Bro, you're not going to... Yeah, if you, if you yeah. want to become better, why are you waiting eight, six, three months to actually make a New Year's resolution? And why does your New Year's resolution have to stop at one year? Well, that wasn't, that wasn't the purpose I was saying. No, I'm but saying I, I'm saying that for people that do that, because oh, yeah. this, you know, the example that we're using actually does apply to a vast amount of people mm -hmm. you know how many people you know set a new year's resolution and just didn't didn't do it none bro like, like literally everyone bro literally folds exactly like, like there's a reason why bro at gyms like in january you're <laughs> january not, bro, 15th bro, bro literally bro like yeah pretty much yeah like they won't even let you sign up in certain gyms dude in the first month of january because they know like you're gonna have it's gonna be so packed and like everyone's just gonna quit but bro by yeah. february 1st bro it is like the gym is back to it back to its like natural state like that's what i'm saying but like i, I just think the seasonal depression is kind of like it's a mindset, and if I, yeah. if you if you're willing to just sit down there and just, <sighs> I hate I hate how my life is going, and you have no actual reason to want to fix it or actually try to do anything to fix it, then there's no wonder why you're depressed during Christmas when everyone else is happy and you're sitting there on your fourth. It's social of media, bro. It's social media reinforces that that type of feeling, bro. Cause think about it, man. Like you're scrolling on Instagram, you're seeing all these couples and stuff, you know, on, on like on um what is it on Christmas, even Thanksgiving, and you're like some people are like single, they're like, damn, man, what like why, can't, why didn't this work out? You know what I'm saying? Like yo, social media plays such a big part into this. Like I know what you're saying. Like I feel like no, I, I don't have to actually get the numbers for this, but. I'm willing to bet that before social media was a thing, that seasonal depression wasn't, like, that big. I think, like... For, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I think it was big for a smaller group of people. So the thing is, is that a whole lot of people are just depressed, just in general. Just yeah. depressed because all they do is they just scroll on, on Instagram, TikTok. You know, they doom scroll for... Five plus hours a day. No, that's definitely been me, man. I feel that. No, and and you know they feel inadequate about who they are as a person. Why? Because they're they're like the 1.4 billion people on this planet just doom scroll doom scrolling on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube Shorts. They don't do anything with their life. They're just sitting there. It's like, hmm, that's cool. That's cool. And they do nothing. They they literally just sit there, and they just. They base their whole personality off of just looking at looking at their phone. And what happens? What do they do? They start acting like everyone else, and then they try to find one way to, to become different. You know, they, they start, 
you know, start tatting their body. They start they start doing random things because they think it makes them a better person when it doesn't. You know, just because you did something does not equate a personality. I feel like we're looking at this wrong only because I okay, I think yes, if you actively don't do anything to help improve your life, then yes, it's obviously not going to improve. But if someone has a, has depression, seasonal depression, and let's say they actively take medication in this month or they're actively doing things to help them, like they're going outside or they're just they're attempting to improve so that their life doesn't fall apart. Then how are, I it, I guess you can say that like seasonal depression comes as an excuse, but at the same time, it's this is something that is hard to deal with in general. And not everybody has the resources to be able to push past that. And whether those resources be medication or just the environment they grew up in, it I feel like those all are such big factors in how you handle like stressful situations. And I think seasonal depression is a stressful situation. So How so? And my other question is, so there are people who take uh, medication for depression only part of the year? I'm honestly not sure completely about that, but I'm assuming you could do medication for it. And realistically, you have, if you have seasonal depression, it's probably throughout the year, but like it gets worse in because like, uh, I was just asking because no, okay. clarification, but you were also saying something else before that. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Like, Thank you. I was like, I totally lost that train of thought. Um, no, but I think depending on the situation, like, you also don't know what's happening in that person's life at that time. And I think school in general is stressful. We can use that as an example. And that's stressful without having to have any other barriers added on top. And everyone's situation is different. Like, we don't know if money is a factor for a person or if their parents aren't supportive in what they're doing. We don't know. Just, we just don't really know anything about their life. And if a person has depression or seasonal depression in, on top of the regular daily life stressors, then why is it the expectation that it's excuse or, or basically that it's an excuse? Realistically, yes, it's a reason and you should try and work through that. But at the end of the day, not everybody can. And I don't think we should, in a way, for lack of a better word, shame them for that. I'm like, people, we do our best. Everyone, we can only do so much. Well, uh, to answer your question, uh, I want to answer it really quick. So there's a difference. You understand there's a difference between being depressed and having depression, right? So one is a medical, is a medical diagnosis that quite literally affects the structure of your brain. The other one is just quite literally just being sad. And so, you know, depression is not something that goes away, even when you do take medicine. I, I know because I, I essentially have to be tested every four years for it because my mother it was born with, was diagnosed with depression at a young age. And so how it works is depression is not something that goes away at all. It is, it's that, so everyone has this thought, has this voice in their head that tells them that they're not good enough. But for people with depression, it's not just whispering in your ear. It's screaming at you every moment of every day. And so when you say seasonal depression and, you know, they feel depressed and sad and they take medication for it, that quite literally is just an excuse. Because, you know, to be depressed for two or three months of the year does not equate depression. Is 
people with depression actually struggle in a way that is unimaginable to the average person. And I, and I, I want to clarify that to, to the audience because seasonal depression is, you, you can honestly fix seasonal depression by, you know, I, you know, going to the gym, being productive in your life because you feel a certain way and there's a way to stop feeling that way versus being genetically born to actually just feel nothing but anguish and pain mentally, if that makes sense to you guys. That makes, that makes perfect sense. Uh, I don't want to make this like too personal, but like I, I can relate. Like my mother has like severe depression. I don't get tested anymore, but I used to take medication for it. It's um, sure, it's, it's very consistent. People experience it in different amounts. And perhaps some people can handle it in different ways, like Emma said, situational based on what's going on. But a commonality at the end of the day for depression, this isn't an excuse, but comparison is the theft of joy. So when you are comparing yourself to others that you see around you, that does trigger some feeling in your mind where you're, uh, you're developing the fear of missing out. And so particularly for college students, we're here in school learning, yes, but at the end of the day, this is like a competition. Like we are seeing who's the best in your class, who's passing, who's in what sorority, who's making what connections. Like we're trying to see, or schools and jobs are trying to figure out where you rank, so if they're, you're applicable to be hired or not. So there is that pressure of us, and then adding on whatever's going outside of college can make things so much worse. Yes, it is an excuse, but things just take time to have progress. So some people, you know, I'm speaking me personally, I had issues progressing towards fixing my depression because I wasn't playing college sports anymore and I was just like crap what am I going to do there's players playing sports I want to go play they're getting accolades they're getting jobs they're getting looked at like crap and so for me like I had to you know luckily quarantine happened and I got to take some time off to really think to myself but people who are in this like rat race don't really have a set period to kind of structure a plan they just have to kind of shoot their shot in the dark in a way so try different things yes but not everything works. Like there will be mistakes made and some people aren't mentally strong enough to handle more mistakes if they had fallen off from a mistake. Does that make sense of what I'm saying? Yeah. So when they make... I, I can explain. Yeah, thank you. So what he's saying is that you always try to find one way to, to get around the seasonal depression because, you know, Sometimes even being depressed and being on medication can cause you to be more depressed because of the time of the year. But we're talking about people who, you know, who are just struggling in general. And so, you know, if they try to find one way or another to actually improve, sometimes they might not be mentally ready to fail. And so, you know, they might give up because they keep failing. And what I say to that is, is that you have to be ready to fail to do better. Because the only way you can see how well you succeed is to see how hard you fail. Because if you never fail, you've never tried. That is, that is something you should always live by. If you never try and fail, then you've never tried. I just have a question for everyone, kind of give your opinion on this. Do you believe seasonal depression and trauma are linked in a way? So let's say like you lost a family member during a certain season or time of the month and you have this reoccurring thought that happens every year. 
that affects your mindset and where you do become depressed because you remember those memories that were associated with that loss and it like lasted you for X amount of time and just it becomes routine yearly. That might not be seasonal depression, but I feel like trauma is linked to seasonal depression. Like it's hard to break trauma sometimes. Uh, I'll let you go, Mess. I've been talking a lot. Um, um, if you like, I, I have an idea of what you mean, but if you say it's routine, I don't think it's actually depression at that point. Because if you, because think about it, right? So, say for example, something happened to you like ten years ago, right? Like, say it's the month of December, right? Ten years later, you're gonna realize that like you're actually just going up. Like, how can I explain this? I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah, because you, like, you want me to say? No, because I'm I'm gonna try to say it real quick. I think eventually, like, if you're talking about like events that are based on the time, I, how can I explain this? Like, I, what, what you yeah. mean is that uh, if you're if you know how you handle things in the world are dictated by what has happened to you, and you you know you can't get over that, then you're basically playing someone else's game you know like so let's just say you want to be a doctor right but you know uh let's just say you were mugged and you know you were you know severely beaten in the month of december right because someone someone somewhere wants wants to buy their kids some toys so, so someone would be wallet. like what batman what's the name of that one dude i don't even watch superior muscle what's the name of that one dude like wait he got his parents killed right yeah, like yeah. right. Yeah, well, 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 Bruce no. Wayne. Bruce Wayne, man. His, Someone get Bruce Wayne. That's wild. And so, you know, essentially at that point, you you have someone that you don't even know living rent free in your head. And so, what you're doing is you're preventing from you're preventing yourself from being the best person you can be because of what someone else did. And we are an accumulation of how it's not. We're not an accumulation of our experiences. We're an accumulation of how we handle our experiences. So. You're not you're not a great person because you skydived. No. You're a great person because you know you skydiving made you want to do more extreme things. Yeah. Rather than scared of jumping out of planes. I, I think I'm starting to articulate my point. I think when it comes to trauma, seasonal depression, I think they are related, but they're not. It's not like a correlation because if you go through trauma, say for example, you go through a traumatic event in December, dude. If it's actual trauma, that shit's gonna pop up literally throughout the year, yeah. regardless of what time like, it is. So that's trigger. why I, th- that, that's why that's why I generally don't the believe season. they would actually be related closely. Because the thing is, think about it. All right, so say for example, there was a car crash and like one of your parents died in December, bro. That trauma is gonna carry like say, especially if you saw it. That trauma is gonna carry you no matter what. Like imagine if it passes to the same intersection where you're like. Like parents died whether it be june september it is no like i don't i don't believe it's actually really i mean okay say for example if there's that one ex you can't get over and you broke up with them in december you're like damn I, but that's not i mean i don't even know if that's traumatic i mean i guess yeah, that, that's traumatic I, but, but you literally get over it because you're like all right it is what it is it is what it, it is. is what it is bro. It you know what i'm saying like like oh it took the out man just like <laughs> but, or whatever well, sometimes it's w for real Damn, bro. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. So I, I don't want to hit the New York hey, yo, because that shit's wild. Rest in piss. Oh, wait, I can't even say no, that. No, I, was, shaking, I was about to say something. I was about to say something. I was going to say rest in piss, but Just, just in case uh, you guys hear that on the, uh, you know, hear that. It's with, criminals. With, with, <laughs> what's going on is there are a group of people outside shaking the vending machine. At UMBC, I'm not that kind of school. You mean UMPC? You, 
Yeah, no, I'm sticking with that. Nah, that shit's kind of funny, yeah. I mean, we say that because there's a lot of like non playable characters on campus. Bots. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of people who walk Bots. around here that don't really have a mind of their own. No, they, I, I know exactly what you mean. High mind. Bottomist Prime. Wait, the. America! So, I don't know. With the way everything's going, we've been talking mostly about college students. Let's talk about, you know, a little bit more of real life and what happens. Um, you're a nine to five worker, you have a nice job, let's say you have a family, and you have, let's say, I won't call it seasonal depression, but let's say you have waves of depression. So it's not just one season, now it's just like, it's affecting you it's ra- randomly throughout the year, like it's actual yeah. depression okay. now. Uh, never mind, never mind. You answered because I was going like, to say, that's not seasonal depression. Do you guys have bro. any tips for how to handle depression? Yeah, seek medical professionals. Obviously. You know, if, if you know, if you need lithium, you need lithium. Salt? No, like the medication. The medication. Dude. Yeah, if you're if you're that depressed and you need lithium, man, you there's probably some crazy stuff. Or, I mean, can't, I'm not gonna call it crazy, but yeah, there's probably some very. Uh, no, you have some uh, crazy thoughts in your yeah, head. Yeah, hell yes. yeah. With lithium, yeah, like if you get like if you get like Prozac, all right, you know you're probably going through something, but it's not like lithium is kind of like, bro, lithium is crazy. <laughs> bro, lithium is crazy. <laughs> like, that that, that sounds a little weird. Um, <laughs> obviously, yeah, seek medical professional help first. Um, but like just like natural remedies, because I'm someone who did used to take a lot of medication for depression and anxiety. I'm just not for it personally. So, like, maybe something more natural is set some time for yourself, maybe 30 minutes to an hour to, like, ask what do I want to do with my life or why do I feel this way? And then try to recall maybe whatever emotions you experience when you're depressed or what's the first thought that comes to your mind. Like, for instance, if you're feeling inadequate, ask yourself, why do I feel like I'm not good enough or I'm insufficient? And if it's the first thing that comes to your mind is you're comparing yourself to someone else, that's just an issue right there in it yourself because you don't know what that person's been through or what they did to be in the position that you want to be in. So, you know, moving forward, um, something that helps me clear my mind if I'm feeling, let's say, like inadequate, I won't say depressed because I'm done with that, is I exercise. So, yeah, I go in the gym. It's a good way to relieve my stress and Hell get, yeah. all the, <laughs> get all my um, <laughs> endorphins going and get all that, uh, what's that stress form? Cortisol. Get all that cortisol, cortisol out. Um, cortisol. Cortisol, what did I say? Cortis- you say cortisol. Cortisol. Oh, yeah, that's the stuff that goes on your toes. Yeah. All right. Wow. Cortisol. Oh, cortisol. This is stress thingy. But what do you guys do when you're feeling, you know, inadequate or not sufficient to kind of remind yourself or bring yourself up back to speed? Well, the way I, I got out of depression is, well, most certainly not for the, the faint of heart. What I did was a bit extreme. <laughs> I, I've, told, I've told both of you guys. I'm kidding. What? Lithium. Nah. Lithium for fun is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What I did was not for the faint of heart. Uh, I don't know if I can talk about it on this because, it, you know, it might actually. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you guys off camera because it's. Yeah, I don't want people trying it, giving up, and then actually. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, all right. So now, but I, I just travel. I'm not gonna lie. Like, um, there was a point in time, especially. Uh, actually, I still kind of well, I haven't been able to do it as much during the pandemic. But I mean, during the semester. But usually, I'm gonna be real with you. I just travel. Like, I just like I get pissed and I'm oh, I'm on my way to New York. <laughs> we'll seen it. 
Oh, yeah, bro. I, be, I, I like. I look around. I'm like, man. I, I you get yourself a chopped cheese in the way, and a and a Pepsi, <laughs> and a Pepsi. <laughs> on, and a, and you gotta make sure the chopped cheese is on a uh, is on cocoa bread, and you know what I'm saying the wine will tip black and mild, but that's like for oh, like. Hey, what if it's on a brioche roll? Disrespectful as fuck. Cocoa bread. Wait, what? A brioche roll. A bri- what the fuck? Yeah, you get you a know, chopped cheese like a, on a brioche. I mean, roll. delicious. That's like some. That's like some Jewish type shit, right? No. It's fr- brioche is French. It looks like Bro, cookie, right? that's that's crazy. No. What did you want to see? No, you have to ask, you have to ask John about that. He's Irish. Okay, I'll ask. That, that was that Irish bread. That, yeah, 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 Irish bread. I, I don't know. By the way, no, I'm no chopped cheese goes with no Irish bread. What is wrong with y'all? Right, hey, that, that's Willard. I'm, I'm, I'm Scottish, oh, not Irish. Well, you're what? Boy, what, what the fuck? No, actually, I'm part Nah, 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 you, I, I believe it for other reasons. Honestly, I feel like journaling or like writing a letter. That's kind of my thought process. I feel like, especially the letter one, mm-hmm. I'm like, whatever I'm feeling, I just write a letter to whoever or whatever is making me feel that way, and then I just it like just gets my thoughts all out. Like they they go into the world, and Aww. I feel like that really is just helpful. Now it kind of brings me back. Is this letter like? Explicit or are you just being like super kind? Explicit, I guess. I don't what do you mean by that? So like let's say you're writing a letter to like uh-huh. someone who like let's say tripped you up in the hallway or something. Okay. You're just like, yeah, um hey, what, you're writing like, a death note or, I'm, or yeah. I mean, thank you. More so like how they made me feel and what I if I could have a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. I'm like what I would say to them in that moment like in that moment and explain how this person how you how that person hurt me or how they made me feel at the end of the day. In mm. that if maybe depending on the person it's like if we could have a conversation about it we could figure it out or if i never want to talk to you again kind of thing okay and so i feel like that's very helpful creating a scenario where if you were to like confront this person how mm-hmm. you would approach it but you're writing this in like the form of a letter yes got you okay yeah. okay and then i guess moving on another question i have you know since you're here most of the time we've been having a lot of guy opinions but i think it's nice to have a lady's opinion mm-hmm. about seasonal depression but also What's depression like for women? Like, I know it's different for men versus women. So me personally, I've never had depression, yeah. but I have many friends who I've spoken to that have. Um, I feel as though, realistically, it's probably similar in a lot of ways, but I think the stressors sometimes can be different. Um, whether that be Whether that be more so, I guess, like things only women can really deal with or I guess things women go through more so in a sense if that makes if that's clear yeah but I don't know I've seen like a lot of my friends like I, they talk about their depression room a lot I don't know the depression what? Depression, the depression, depression room, room? What? yes what? What wait 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 a, a depression room yes. wait wait I think I what do you what do you, I think I what do you mean by that I feel like you have a thought like an actual physical room no, no, no. that's crazy it's like, it's like a mode yeah. um I need to elaborate like you, on You'll that. sit in the room with like the <laughs> lights turned on. Let her elaborate. Okay, we, okay. we need to get her perspective. I've heard okay. this before. I've heard no, it before. Okay. I feel like yeah, I feel like what you're imagining and what it actually is is very different. Um, no, what, what I'm thinking is, oh, I'm sad. So I'm going to hide in the so basement. Just No. Just like a room full of That's what I thought, too, for a second. No, I'll start, you know, you hide in the basement. No one's going to find you. <laughs> you start, you start uh, fights on Discord. <laughs> Nah, no. bro. I, 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 I can show you it's not that. 
No, but like, okay, one of my friends, we talked about it a lot, and her room would sometimes be, she would say that, like, she literally wouldn't move for days. Like, she would just lay in bed. Hold on, why are y'all making those faces? So that's look, that's yo, crazy. I'm like, it's just how it went. She wouldn't move, like, she wouldn't leave. And she also, she was not medicated at the time. I feel like that's kind of important to note. And her, she had other stressors in her life. But she would not move from her bed. She would stay in bed. She would just sit there. And, like, sometimes when she did leave, she would have, like, food. She'd go get food. She'd go to the bathroom. But, like, her room would just collectively just get very messy. And I didn't really see that all the time. Like, I would sometimes go over and see her. Then I'd, like, help her clean her room. And I think me going over to hang out with her was kind of a way to help her get out of that, like, part of her depression. But... Her room would be very, like, think, like, you know how hoarders have, like, a really messy room? It, it looked like the, the dump, is what you're saying. In a sense, like it a was like... Song. Like a tornado came around my room before Yes. That type of vibe. No, I, I yes. know exactly what you're talking like, about. if someone, like, trashed their room, like, that's how it would be. So I know that kind of... The depression was, monster came. In a sense. I'm like, no, like I, that's I've, how she felt. And she just couldn't... It wasn't on her mind. That was the last part where it is. Mm. So, yeah. Damn. I was going to say, like, if for guys that I've talked to that have been depressed, which is, like, men don't express themselves too much, but the ones have told me, they would literally lock themselves away for, like, maybe 10, 15 minutes or just go in the gym, do some crazy activity, or either get into a fight or just, oh, like, yeah. or just, no. The worst one to me is, like, they'll keep it all in. And then at the most random time, like, they'll just have a breakdown. Like, when I was playing college sports, there was one kid, I'm not going to say his name, he was very depressed um, during lacrosse season, and, like, none of us knew because he was always happy. And then just on the bus ride back after we had, like, a really good win, breakdown. We're just, just looking back, like, what the hell's going on? Did he get hurt? Like, Sounds is he like having a banshee in the... Dude, no, like, like wailing. And we were just really concerned. And then he talked to the coach, and the coach talks to us. I'm not going to put his business out there, but pretty much yeah. he was going through it. So... Yeah, it's insane. I feel, like, I feel like I don't... A lot of my friends that do have depression are women, so it's like I feel like I'm getting a very different perspective right now. But whereas when you say that they don't talk about it as much, I, for me, with my experience with the people that I've known that have depression, it's very the, much the opposite. A lot of my friends, I have... They're very um, transparent in a lot of how they feel and that they are or sorry, that they have depression and that they can't really do certain things or they can't, they feel that they can't do that or do certain things because of it and how it makes them feel or they express to me what is going through their mind a lot. And I feel like definitely there are things I don't know, but it's very different from how you just described to me. And it was, I thought that was very interesting. The reason for that is, because think of it this way, uh, as a guy, no one really cares how you feel. Mm-hmm. So if you feel sad... Who cares? I know what you're talking about. I, I don't know. I don't like that, but I do know what you're talking about. It's a very different. The standard for men is more. You're not supposed to have like these all these feelings, or you're not supposed to show it. I feel like that is a stereotype. I'm gonna use that word. That has been. No, that's the wrong. I feel like that's the wrong word. It's I, not it's a sta- the, it's, Yes, it's yeah. the it's assumption that's been placed on men, whereas I think women are expected to be emotional and to like not have any control over that. And 
I think because of those like mindsets and those roles, that's a big part of why depression in men isn't seen as it's not taken as seriously. I feel like. Yes. Well, and I also, I I think part of it for you know for onset depression is different than actually being depressed because uh, you can actually develop depression from being depressed, and so uh, for men. We generally find happiness in achieving things. So, you know, sometimes guys will be become depressed because they quite literally didn't get the thing that they wanted. They didn't they didn't work hard enough to buy that car they wanted or they they were fired from their job and they can't find another job or whatever the case may be. That's typically where male depression comes from. It comes for we're talking about onset depression. And so Second. What's onset depression? So in in uh, medical in, in the medical field, onset means spontaneous. So it just happens. Gotcha. I just so. wanted to clear that for the audience. Thank you. All right. All right, Willard. 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 No, no, it is. In my phone, my phone, your contact is Willard. Willard? Bro, yes. I, that name, honestly, dude, that makes you sound more English. Bro. Uh, no, I do know Willard. That's why, like, I named you, bro. Like, kind of after, but like, it's kind of. You're my son. I named you. It's it's irrelevant. He used to wear like uh, kind. Of, he used to wear a beanie with a whale on it. What does that have to do with me? Anyways, yeah. going back to going back to the, the onset. Let's get back to track. Onset yeah. depression. So, for men, typically, uh, depression comes from not being able to, you know be able to do anything. So sometimes there's documented cases of men developing depression from actually not. So in the army, they they documented a lot of men became depressed because they weren't actually able to serve. So like say a soldier lost his arm, he'd become depressed because he wouldn't be able to serve his country. You know, he goes home, he's not able to do the things that he would have if he was fully body, full able and everything. And so uh, typically, a lot of what comes from men are things that we're able to actually accomplish. And so uh, if a man's not able to accomplish anything, you know, let's say a man is depressed. He just, he, he's just depressed. His life is terrible. He's not able to get his life together. You know, everything is falling to shit. And, you know, you know he gets a new job, but he's depressed. And so... You know, he gets fired because he's not able to work, because he's not working as well as he could. Well, you know, if he can't find a way to fix that, who's going to help him? No one. He's going, or he's got himself. Yeah, all he has is himself. Well, I'm asking this question next, but shouldn't he or we as men seek help? Like, I don't see anything wrong with just asking, like, saying, I'm dealing with a problem, I can't solve it. Can you help me fix it? I feel like it can be viewed depression in the same way. But you have to take those first steps forward yourself, meaning, like, you have to, say, put your pride aside and, like, yeah, I need help, I'm going through it, I've tried things, it's not working. Like, do you have any suggestions? I don't think that it is entirely pride. For some guys, it is. Another thing is is uh, self-control over your emotions. So the thing is, is that when you have men that don't have control over their emotions, what do they do? Lash out and be. They start fights. They kill people. They they they, they, they lash out and yeah. they 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 do they things, do crazy shit. Bro. They do crazy things yeah. to innocent people. Yeah. So like, let's say a guy is, you know, he's at the edge of his wits. He's no longer able to control his emotions mm. anymore. What he'll do is, he'll just start attacking people. You know, someone looked at him wrong. 
punches them in the face and then keeps punching them mm-hmm. and keeps punching them until it makes him feel good. The thing is, is that men are too afraid to actually let that happen by admitting that they need help. And so... Bro, we don't even, like, ask for directions. Like, men, bat, bat, like, let alone, bro, ask for someone for, like, actual mental health or something we're supposed to fix. Like, I know what you mean. Like, I just think that that's always going to be, like, a thing we as guys are just going to, like, pile like, dough for. No, hand, hand it over. No. Hand, we're on camera. All right, don't make a scene. You, you've made a scene. You, dude, dude, you've been doing this for, like... I have one. I have it, too. That is definitely not real. ADHD is not real, so I'm just being... <laughs> We're going to have to fight. We're going to have to fight, bro. I'm getting into that. I'm getting into that. I literally, but I got the pills right now. It's temporary, so what comes back you stop taking I'm not going to lie. My Oreo game kind of crazy right now. Your your what game? My Oreo game. Oh. I thought we were talking about something else. All right, so let's just do a homework. I want to know, for your friends, have they ever told you what they did to fix their depression or maybe like mediate it i feel like as of right now a lot of them are still going through it okay and it's a work in progress if i'm being honest mm. um because like, i know some, one of my friends has just gotten medicated for medicated for it okay whereas another one is not medicated for it but in a it's really odd because it's, in a sense it's like she chooses to ignore it and go against or she she ignores it to a point where it's like it's still very much there but if you didn't know her like I knew her you wouldn't know you wouldn't piece that together and I feel like that's kind of what I was saying earlier it's like you don't necessarily know if what someone is going through and how they are feeling but genuinely I feel like at the moment I don't know anyone that has figured it out if I'm being honest okay okay so not even like diluted it maybe just like brought it down I mean I know that sounds weird I guess the medication I think is has helped a lot to mm-hmm. a point but I feel like also there's extra factors in the scenarios that you don't can't really get into yeah, yeah that don't help that's understandable so it's yeah gotcha but yeah uh, this leads to my next question some people can't you know show that they have depression or they're dealing with it but through everyone's experience what can you tell if someone's going through depression? Because for the audience, I want them to perhaps realize or analyze, if they have a friend who's going through it, what are some maybe signs and symptoms that you'll say like, hey, is everything all right? And if they'll deny you, you'll know when possibly to seek help from maybe like their parent or a closer friend and like let them know what's going on. I guess I'm like a very terrible person for this. Wait, the- wait, let it build up. Okay, say it now. Willard, what? Willard. Willard. You're gonna sound like a terrible person. Yeah, I'm gonna sound like a terrible person for this. Wait, wait, don't say anything. Okay, now say something. (laughs) Anyways, like I was saying, I might sound like a terrible person for this, but for the people that I've talked to that said that they were depressed, I use reverse psychology on them. Give an example. What? Names. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's just name drop some people. You don't have to put their name. Oh, oh, okay. So. I'm not a terrible person. Anyways, anyways. So, I had this friend. She's not my friend anymore. It's for for different reasons. But I had this friend. She uh, she was fed up with everything going on in her life. Even though 
from what I knew about her, her life was pretty decent, fairly decent, better than what my life was. And so she was ready to just run away from home, you know, run away from home and just, you know, live, start a new life at the age of 16. And so I said, okay, so why haven't you done it already? And she said, what? No, I'm going to do it. I said, okay, do it right now. And she's like, yeah, okay, never mind. I'm not going to do it. It's just. No, I would tell her, why are you doing it right now? You're, you keep telling me about it. You keep telling me that your life is so terrible, that everything for you is just going so wrong. Then do something about it. And she just didn't. She didn't do anything about it. She didn't really want to do anything about it. And so. What, I, what I've learned from this is that for people who have seasonal depression or onset uh, depressive episodes or quite literally are just sad because they didn't get the thing that they wanted, uh, it's better to let them think that they have illusion of choice in what you're trying to get them to do. So it's better to... I know, I sound like a very bad person for saying this, but you know, it is... It's like a necessary evil type, type it, So, um, it, it's... Like, like, I see what he means. Yeah. So, if you tell someone who's depressed that this is what they have to do, it might actually make them want to do something even worse. That's so, if what you ha- what you... What I usually do is I make them think that what is going on was something that they just missed rather than, you know, it's something that you didn't see coming rather than it's something that could have, couldn't have been avoided, if that makes sense. And so you get in their head and then you make them think that they don't even want to do it. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. That's almost, um, that is reverse psychology, but also like, you know how when we all, I feel like we have rebelled against our parents, like they say, do this, and you're just like, no, I don't want to. Like you do something else. Yeah. That's like kind of like the method to guys using, which can be very you know, effective. <laughs> you know what this, this low key kind of reminds me of? Again, mm-hmm. get, like getting, getting your ass beat so bad that you're like, I'm gonna call the cops. Your mom's like, call the cops then. Next thing, like, like that's what I think about. Like that's just like, bro, I rather CBS, I'm CBS, like, straight up, bro. I go, I rather just, I rather just died before I call the cops. Even back then, bro, like just take the hell. Like, I get two weeks away from you. Two weeks. That's crazy. Stop. Stop. All right. Well, um, for me, I'll give a personal experience I've had. I've had a friend. Um, he's shown very low signs of energy. So he's normally like very giddy, up and like all over the place. Kind of. He'll come off very tired. He won't socialize as much. He won't respond in our group chat. Um, if I reach out, he'll give like one-word answers. He's what? Nothing. Admiral Ackbar. <laughs> yeah, no. It, okay. Definitely, I don't know. It's well, like I said, my friend, he just, he won't seem like himself. Even the worst part, which I noticed immediately, was he starts dressing different. So normally he's, like, very well put together, like, nice clothes, color coordinated. If dude's showing off with, like, ripped sweats and, like, food stains and he's, like, hair's not even made, yeah. breath kind of stinks, I'm like, bro. Rice go? Mm-hmm. But, no, not rice gum. You mean like, become a, a Peter science major? No, That's stop, crazy. Stop. Like, <laughs> crazy, bro. Y'all need to like not your say, academia. I'm gonna say this real quick. Y'all really need a shower, bro. Yeah. <laughs> my, oh my God. Yeah, if you're watching My Hero Academia, 
Go take a shower. You need a shower. You bro. need a shower. I showered this morning. But you're not the average of my like. My like, hero. Yeah, you're not. Booker no hero. Yeah, bro. Okay. You're not average fan of that kind of stuff, bro. Like they really need a shower. But anyway, no. back to what you're talking about. Well, his hygiene falls. He's not as social, and he's For almost like it's almost like a 180. He's not the same person mm-hmm. anymore. And it's not like he's sick, meaning like um, he has the flu or something. Like clearly, like he's dealing with something in his life. So during this time, I give him space for maybe two, three days, and he continues this up. As hey man, like everything okay? Like talk to me. I'm here for you. I'm not gonna force it too much, but like you know, I'm here. I'm your friend. And if it continues and he's still not venting to me, I'm gonna find his closer friend. If not, like if I'm cool with his parents, or I'll even let a professor know. Something's going on with, you know, uh, Sid. That's not his name, but that's his alias, Sid. Something's going on with Sid. He's not doing well. Please check in on him. Please talk to him. You are a professor. You're his best friend. Like, I've done everything I can. Do you think that really works? Because I'm not going to lie. Most yeah. people, bro, most people, I, I personally, bro, would hate that. Yeah. Like, I'm going through it, bro. Do not get people world. involved, bro. Let me just go into this little cocoon, man. Say, like, Sid, I need like, to talk bro, to you after like, class. Like, oh, what he never gets out of it? Like, you, you, you walk up to him. Fight you him. Sick. Straight up, bro. And if he do- listen, if he doesn't punch back, then he probably does want to die, bro. But, like, if he doesn't, bro, and he starts, like, beating your ass, then- bro, bro, yeah. Bro, I don't know about, like, bro. Like, yeah, that's a crazy you joke, were raised bro. in like, the trenches, bro. No, no, no. Don't hit your friend, but bro, just, you got- generally, like, bro, <laughs> just, like, what up in this bitch? like, just think of it. Like, no, honestly, personally, bro, I don't think that really works for, like, a lot of people. Seriously. Like, if you, like, because then people are going to get involved in this business. I think it's, like, a one-on-one, like, don't. Yeah, that's why I said, like, yeah, no. bro, don't, don't no, bring- no, no. No, 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 no. You walk up to him and you you do this. You walk up to him, ask him what's going on, tell him you notice that, you know, his quality of living is drastically decreased. Mm -hmm. And you say, is there a way that you can stop what is making you feel this way? If they say no, ask them why. If they can't tell you why, then it's, you know, it's all in their head. It's, it's nothing actually going on. They just feel sad. You have to. You have to be like, cause I. If you beat around the bush, oh, how have you been, Timmy? I'm saying I'm being nice, like direct nicely, but you guys have been like straight brutal. Like I feel like in a scenario, you'd say, Sid, you look like shit. Go Sid, no, Sid, Sid, you you smell like you fell into a, 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 a you bro, know you a pile stink, of manure. Bro, what the hell? Like, like, said, like bro, I'm trying to be like nice to Sid. Dude, Sid, you're scaring the hose. Yo, that might make him snap out of it almost immediately. He's like, not, I mean, I don't know. Hey, it depends on the level of it. Depends on the level of it. Go ahead. I don't know. I feel like, I think at to a point, it depends on who you involve. I, for me personally, I feel like if I was really going through something, I'm like, I'd at least want that like people close to me to reach out. Like, I think that it depends on. I really think it does depend on the person. Like, I wouldn't maybe want my parents or a professor involved. I think that's fair. But at the end of the day, like if. I want like my my at least my close people, the people I care about, to like be like, hey, what's up? Like, and even we don't even have to have, actually talk about it, but just to notice that something's wrong, and I think that goes a long way. That's, that's also something I realized. A lot of people who are depressed want people to know. Mm-hmm. Nah, I definitely noticed that too. Where it's like I. Especially, I I know so, super, like, my sound super fucked up, but every time I, one of my friends has been, like, depressed, and they want, don't want to talk about it, right, it's kind of weird, because I'm like, I know I might sound like I'm, like, a doomer, but I'm like, I don't think they're really depressed, I think they just want attention. 
Because, like, when I ask someone really what's wrong with them, say, for example, you know, I hear some things, I'm like, damn, they actually decided to talk about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, because... I don't care how like really introverted you are, like introverted you really are, bro. You're a human. You're a social creature. Even at your lowest point, you want someone there. Like I, I, it's just. Then there's me. Nah, bro. I feel like there's a threshold like in every single human where they have to talk to someone, bro. Like there's just there's no possible way because like, and no, it's just not, man. Like I mean, this this like the real life. I mean, like in anime, you know, they'd be like. By myself, I, 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 I was world. raised by the darkness. <laughs> Molded by it, you will be adopted. Well, we are we are social creatures, but not it's not even by like a, you know, in person standpoint. By like design, like you said, by social media, someone could be silent in reality, but very verbal online. And you get what I'm saying? We call them Discord moderators. Like like that, like Discord. Bro, you could be texting Discord a lot more. Discord crazy. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like it's hard to tell when someone's depressed through texting. Versus like how they are in person because it's hard to read body language. Nah, if you know, bro, if you know the person like close enough, you can tell. Oh yeah. when something is That's off. Like said, you like, can. One word bro, it, it is like the weirdest thing. It's like what's it called? Is that what be considered esoteric? Esoteric. I can never say. Is it esoteric or esoteric? Esoteric. Esoteric. Okay, but you know when you know someone like, and then like, I think the punctuation kind of is crazy though. Like they, I feel like if I text someone and like. I, damn, that's like a third person anyway. Esoteric is intended for likely to be understood by only a small number of people. Yeah, like it's like one of those things is like, bro, if, I, if you're like a person that never uses punctuation, you're like, how are you? And, you're, and they're like, okay, like punctuation. I'm like, oh man, that's crazy. No, but what's going on outside? That vending machine is broken. Vending machine is broken. The pressure machine broke. Stop. <laughs> So yeah, so overdose of serotonin. Those are ways you can. Oh, that's actually a good way to get into it. What are some natural ways you can boost your serotonin levels? Work out and just like leave your house and touch grass. Well, there's more than just. Yeah, what you need to do is you need to stop watching Boku no Hero. Alright, you gotta stop. Hey, um, no, no, okay, no. So I actually grew up. So don't play video games. Seriously, like if you're depressed as hell, do not play video games. I know it sounds crazy, but I'm telling you. Don't know. Stop playing them by yourself. You need to play with your friends, and you yeah. just, you need to get all. You need to get in a Call of Duty lobby with your friends, and Bruh. you need to relive 2005. All right. That's a lot of toxicity. That's mad toxicity. Hey, it's funny. All right. It's you, you can't lie. That okay, bro? So they may have been the best. Yeah, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. What everyone's trying to say is like limit your limit your stimulation. So if you're on your phone or you're on the computer or you're like in front of a screen or hmm, what else could be very stimulating? Let's say you take like a lot of no, no, you drink a lot of coffee. Let's say you drink or take stimulants and things like that. Take a break from them. Maybe try it out for a week or a day. See how it goes, and then get right back into that reset. Because you might just have depleted your serotonin levels to so low without replenishing that you're experiencing depression. Because there is a, I'm not a genius on this, but there is a chemical imbalance basically, that can lead to things such as depression. Actually, I know what that is. Yeah. So basically, what happens is you have a very low uh, serotonin reuptake, and so it's called serotonin reuptake inhibitors. So what basically what happens is. You know, you guys don't really care too much about the science, but basically what happens is is that there are enzymes that bind to the synapses, which are the connections between brain uh, brain cells. They bind to 
the, anyway, Willard. Anyways. Anyways. Willard the fifth. <laughs> anyways, there are enzymes that bind to the synapses that prevent the synapse from actually absorbing the serotonin. This is this is also seen in alcoholics. This is what, typically why they're depressed. It, it well, in that sense, it quite literally depresses the brain from doing what it's supposed to do. But that is pretty much to answer your question: what uh, a serotonin reuptake inhibitor does. So we're getting into the hour mark, and we're about to finish up. Chop time. We. Can get into chop time. I'll express that. I'll let you know, Emma. Um, <laughs> so, what are some ways? Let's say you are a friend is going through depression, or someone you know is going through depression. What are some tips you tell them to avoid so things don't become worse? So, Takai mentioned like, don't give in to alcohol or don't drink alcohol. That's like leading you down a downward spiral because it's only temporary and it can only make things worse if you continue to consume. What are some other ideas you'd like to share? Honestly, I was, I was honestly going to be my big one. I would say, um, actually, like, even if you're not, like, the most fit person, exercise doesn't hurt. Like, it generally doesn't hurt, like, to, like, be active somewhat. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless if, like, you have, like, a, like some kind of, like, I, I, what, paraplegic? Yeah, like, some kind of limitation. Yeah, like, honestly, I would say exercise, to be honest. I mean, there's some people probably have creative outlets, but, like, I, I would just say exercise. Like, okay. Take a cold shower for once. That will that no. Honestly, taking a cold shower that will wake you up. That will that will snap you out of whatever you feel. And you won't get wrinkles. Like your skin won't be wrinkly. Like, oh, that okay. <laughs> <laughs> Iron out those wrinkles. Nah, no, it's already done. No, if you already got wrinkles, it's too late. But I'm saying like like that way because people that sh- so. When people shower with like hot showers, bro, you don't realize like how wrinkly that's really making your skin. Like, like you're gonna age a little bit more. Like your skin's gonna be like more like, like all like saggy. Saggy. Yeah. I think also it's kind of random, but like food. I feel like watch what you're eating because it's like you don't realize how important. I don't think you realize how important like what you put in your body and how it makes you feel. So it's like definitely be like conscientious of what you're eating and how much you're eating. Okay. Meaning, don't eat flaming hot Cheetos. Yes, yeah. they're bad. They're bad. They're bad. Yeah. Damn. yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! I, I think I'm very fine. With oh, and Arizona green tea, straight red flag. Arizona green tea's and a che- flaming hot Cheetos. That's just the infamous. Arnold Palmer or no, bro, it's Arizona the green tea. sweet tea. It's the Arizona no, no. If 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 you're drinking the the Arizona green tea with uh, ginger. What? You have some issues, bro. Nah, I definitely think it's, it's a green tea and flaming hot, bro. It's, it's it's rest in peace. Like rest, more like rest in uh, pieces. All right, so are we going to the chop time now? Just about last okay. thing I have to say is um, most important, especially for students, uh, get plenty of rest. Like being sleep deprived is a key way of developing depression or becoming depressed. I don't know what's the appropriate hours. I've heard six. I've heard eight. So maybe we should just push for. Seven. But make sure you're getting seven and a half hours of sleep. Thank you, Takai. Um, so an hour before bed, no electronics. Try not to eat or drink anything an hour prior and maybe get a good stretching routine in or read a book. Something that helps you just get restful sleep so your brain isn't stimulated throughout the night. 
This is what the the military does, especially for paratroopers, because they're supposed to be well energized for whatever they have to do. The last thing they want is for a paratrooper to fall asleep while in midfall. So this is what they have you do. They have you relax every muscle in your body. You count backwards from five. If you're not asleep, by the time you count the one, you re you start over. You relax every muscle in your body, and you count backwards from five. You keep doing that until you fall asleep. That's kind of crazy. I'm, 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 I mean, like, genuinely, that's, like, wow. Like, I cannot fall. I'm not going to fall asleep. I'm sorry. Like, I don't even know how to relax my muscle. Like, well, actually, nah. The, nah. Like, Become formless, shapeless, like water. I read that book. But I remember one, <laughs> I remember one of my friends, he was riding an Uber, and he literally, like, was about to get hit by another car, like, while riding the Uber, and he just went like this. Like, right before you got on the car, it was just like, I couldn't get over that shit. was crazy, bro. Bro, honestly, yeah. So now we're coming into the session called Chop Time. Emma, this is where we kind of just chop it up, talk about anything that's going on in life, any topics we want to talk about. And as long it's, as it's funny. It doesn't have to be funny, but like, it's just formulated opinions, and we do go explicit about it, so we'll curse. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Stuff can, it's gotten pretty bad. Stuff can go really left, and stuff can go really right. right. Like, people, like, here, people might fun. just straight walk away so for, like, the, for the sake of time i'm gonna put a timer off 15 minutes and all right, we'll keep it at that okay so you guys cool all right so okay. getting into chop time starting oh crap hold up professional. sorry professional. all right starting now thank you starting of chop time any topics you guys want to talk about why are you looking at me? Uh, dude, I, I've, done, I've done the chop time for okay. all of the episodes. Wait, can we revisit a topic? We can revisit sure. a topic uh, or talk about anything new. Okay, briefly. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Earlier when we were talking about seasonal depression, we were talking about it in men specifically and how they actively la- like at- lash out generally. And not all situations, obviously, but like right. in some cases. And that they won't reach for help. I feel like we should talk about that and... Why is that, and what can we do to change that? Well, personally, from my perspective growing up, I would be very, hmm, I'd say sensitive to letting people know how I'm feeling because I had that innate fear of being teased by everyone. So, like, in high school when I was going through it, people had already called me princess because, like, I would shower, like, after gym class or, like, use, like, I'd use, like, wipes. They made funny for having hygiene? Yeah. That's that true. is, cr- bro, that, they were musty. That's, that, that was that, funny. That's, that's, that's the definition of a musty I, hater. Wait, wait, did you Could come you from an all-boys school? Could you imagine someone that no, takes care of themselves? I went to public school. It was gross. I would have a whole, like, skincare routine and everything. What sport What sport did you play? But I would play myself. I played basketball and lacrosse. Nah, but you definitely have a shower. Bro, when I wrestled, bro, I had, like, bro. Unless if you're doing golf, maybe, you know what I'm saying? But no, yeah. dude, if you do any contact sport, basketball, lacrosse, wrestling, no, dude, you have to shower, bro. Don't be a musty comp side major. That. Like, it wasn't just that. There was, I'd be scared to talk about, like, comp side major, but I come to fight me. <laughs> Stop. I'd be scared to talk about my depression because, because I was teased, but also because I had this buildup where I thought no one would understand me, mm-hmm. and it would just sound like I was complaining, mm-hmm. and that was probably just preconditioned from me, like, growing up. I was never really said, like, express yourself, Will. Mm-hmm. Talk to me. T- let me know how you're feeling. It was more so like, all right, well, you got to do this. Are oh, you feeling that? Take a break. Come back to it. Mm-hmm. So I never got the correct guidance to really express my feelings without, you know, taking it out either on either sports or, like, someone who would tr- purposely try to, like, trigger me. Mm-hmm. 
I got some supporting I got some supporting words for supporting words for you, Will. Whoever was hating on you for that boat, they're musty. That is bro, bro, bro no. Bro, bro, anyone hey, that makes fun of someone. They're real mad. They're real mad. Don't take a shower. I'll say one nah, thing. bro. It was extreme because like people call me Prince. It's not only from that, but like I, my grandfather used to take me to get like my nails and toes done like every okay. two months. Okay, that's, that's so kind of crazy. I was coming in and they that's kind that's kind of crazy. I was coming to school with like the gel nails, and I, that was before it was a trend. Before that was an actual trend, I started that shit. Vanity, the zest. I know, man. Like, yo, shout out, Will. You know what I'm saying, man? I love you no matter what, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, that's crazy. Like, I mean, like. It's pretty zesty. (laughs) No, the, the, the. Bro, I that's, think that's why they called you princess. If you would have said shea butter, bro, it would have been like, I knew it. It, it uh, smelled uh, like cocoa I, butter, bro. I, see, I got the men's soaps. I, 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 want to, I almost sided with them, but then I realized they're musty for hating on you for taking a shower. That was crazy. I, I almost, I you know, you, you said you smell like dove, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why they called you princess. I want to say dove, dove slaps. I want to get sponsored by dove. It tastes interesting. Tasted dove. Wait, no, they have... Weird topic. Why does Dove have chocolate and soap? Oh, is that yeah, is that, that weird? I think, no, I was talking about the soap. It's the same brand. It's the same brand. Same brand. That's the only reason I know what it tastes like was because I actually, when I was showered one time, because I went over to my friend's house, and all I had was Dove. No, I I, I I I washed it in my hair, thinking it was shampoo, and it got in my mouth. Okay. okay. Mm. So. What? I was gonna say going back to Emma's question because she was asking why do men like lash out or how that how should seasonal depression in men be addressed? The, the reason why men lash out is because typically the first response to mm-hmm. any problem is either smack it a bunch mm-hmm. and hope it works. Honestly, that <laughs> I mean, how many people did you see out there just punching the uh, the vending machine? That's true, but the first response is to smack it a bunch. Figure out if it works. That's because it's a vending machine. It's not giving you more. No, I mean that's kind of like I mean I I get where you're coming from because I mean of course you know depending on the issue you're not gonna smack it you know what I'm saying but like if you have a problem with someone what are you gonna do? Communicate. I guess communicate. Willard, Willard, no. Unless we're talking sports, sure I'd be. You're gonna check his ass. Yeah, if it's like sports wise and I'm having like a really bad day. You're, you're gonna, gonna check his ass. But that's a time to be physical. That's exercise, contact, mm-hmm. Willard. This is how I channeled my, my anger. If I upset it if I upset you, if I, if I made you feel uncomfortable, what are you gonna do? Gotta stop. No, you're gonna push me away. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna. No, you're gonna get physical though. All right. That's no, no. That's that's. I'm answering her question. Okay. So if someone, if you're, if you're having a bad day and I upset you, like let's just say like I touch you on the shoulder, you don't want anyone to touch you. No. You're not gonna go. What the? You you just did that. That You didn't do that. No, no, but I think her question was like, why do we not like. Like what? Honestly, I just think yeah, we're raised not to. Like it's just like a normal thing. Like, cause I guess it comes from like maybe like people's experience in the past. Like think about it. Like like uh, like our dads probably were like nah, no one cared for their problems, and it was the way it's always been. Like the way it's always been. Well, I can tell you why. The reason why is because you don't want men that are too deep with their emotions. Because if you have a man that's deep with his emotions, he's being. Dictated. Everything he does is dictated by it. 
No, I can I can see what you mean because bro, emotional bro. If you realize like emotional men, bro, like if you really start looking at them, bro, they're kind of scary because they become so unpredictable that you're like, yo, I could have a conversation where like we're just joking around and it could be like, yo, what you mean by that? Like I grew I grew up I grew up in the city, bro, and I could tell you like. I kind of like learned, realized like a, a lot of the dudes around me were emotional as fuck, even though they were like beating people's at like beating people's that was asses why they and were stuff. Beating their but asses. I, did, I was like, okay, cool, ah right, man, you know they're doing the thing. I'm like, yo, it is what it is. Like, but I was thought it was so cool, like that's like masculinity. But then I start realizing, like, hell no, bro. Like, oh, that that dude just got like bro got flow barred, like he got floored for no reason. Like, damn. Yeah, he looked at me. Bro funny. was having a seizure, and he made the bus late. I'm sick. Like emotional man now. I feel like. It's um, there's emotional and then there's like emotionally intelligent. Like if you can, like understand and like com- like communicate and express how you're feeling, I think that is very important in general, just for any person. But I feel like if a man is emotional, I think that, like you said, I feel like it's unpredictable. I don't know what I'm gonna get when I'm talking to this person, and in a sense, it's dangerous. Just not just because they're a man, but like. As a woman, it's more like, I don't know how to take that person. I'm like, I don't know if I need to avoid them or if I need to make sure I'm, like, I can be around them or if I can't have to remove myself from the situation. So I feel like that's kind of why I was bringing it up. It's very interesting to see, whereas, because you said, like, they laugh, that men tend to lash out. Where at, and I think it's rooted, like how you said, um, based on, like, parents and how it's kind of the expectation, but it's like, I think that needs to change so that we can have these conversations and come to an understanding about about how like as a, like that a man expressing his feelings isn't wrong and it isn't it should be allowed it should be okay to express that because you are human like, you feel things. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But there's moments where I feel like maybe it's because of how I was raised. I'm saying, oh, I'm saying too much. I should probably shut up now. But it's like, um, I feel this way. You should probably know how I'm, I'm feeling right now. I mean, I think it's just, I guess, being direct. Like, if something's upsetting you, like, just say it. And then it's like, just don't be like, a, oh, my here? God. Like, I'm so, like. I'm going to fix it. <laughs> why your hand shaking? Why, why, why your wig move? <laughs> why your wig move? It's a fact. Trey Rags. What, what are you trying to get into? What you trying to get into? I like that one. so well. Two. Tuesday. Have any topics they want to talk about? Mm. Oh yeah, flaming hot Cheetos and green tea is just a t- that. That's a toxic. Pr- that's a toxic person snack. Oh <laughs> yeah, Willard, we need to get you to stop <laughs> eating flaming hot Cheetos. Every person who goes to a gas station, damn. But For you got to think about soy. Why are you eating flaming hot Cheetos? No flaming hot Cheetos. That doesn't matter. Do you know what is? But let me tell you something. Watch it's the people that really but- eat that that combination. Just really start watching them. You never think like sweet and sour. See, why are you laughing? Like, exactly. No, bro. You don't even. The thing is, you don't drink green tea. Arizona green tea. You see? I, I have. You only had the Flaming Hot Cheetos. Bro. No, no, what? It's like a dollar, like, oh, nine. No, that's because no, that, you're going sense. to the wrong place. Arizona's. Arizona like sweet. No, Arizona's uh, teas. Yeah. You know, the. You know, that. The large ones, yeah. they said that they're their flag. That's that's their flag product. Yeah. That they're not going to raise the price for them. So wherever you're going, the they're playing yes, you, bro. They're they're scamming you. Bottles. No, they're scamming your ass. Oh. 
The bottles are different, but the can, the can teas. I feel like by giving you this knowledge, we're going to encourage you to get a green tea with the hot Cheetos. No, no, if, Will, if Willard gets green tea and hot Cheetos, I'm slapping him. Oh, gosh. Wait, oh, 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 oh wait, wait, yo, Kip, wait, hold on. Wait. Nah, I was going to say, because I was thinking of a topic. Just say it, just say it. Is it funny? It's yes, but it's also kind of serious. Just say it. Okay, okay. So Emma, you talk about men lashing out. Why do women lash out, or like when they're going through some feeling? I feel like mm-hmm. there's moments. Forgive me here, where women will express themselves too much to where mm-hmm. like me as like a, a man, I will not understand what the fuck's going on. Like I'll really okay. have like an error four or four and be like, yo, what? What do you mean? Like I left the stove on? Like that's it's not what up. we're talking about. It's a build up. Yeah, because. I think in a sense for women, we 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 can talk about things with certain people, but we internalize a lot of that. We kind of take like, oh, that this person did this, this, and this. I'm like, I feel like I expressed that I wanted this fixed and they didn't fix it. So that little thing is like, okay, that's really frustrating. And then they don't, but they don't go back to it sometimes. And then again something else happens and then they just like they deal with it they handle it to the best of their ability but like it might not fully be resolved or the actual root problem isn't addressed and that leads to like like you said the stove not being turned off or whatever that's the thing that sets women off i think in a sense and it's just yeah she just unloads the clip fully so no the mag it's a mag nico So wait, I have a question. So if you say if you say like you just hold this thi- is a bag. If you say you hold things in and until like it snaps, then if you're not opening up, then why should we open up? Okay, I think. Ooh. Ooh. I think it's different in a sense because I think the expectations are different. But I think women do open up in most cases, but not always to the correct people. Um, for example, I have a friend that. I'm no longer friends with for reasons, right? Mm -hmm. But she had situations with, like, she had an issue with me. I didn't know she had an issue with me. She then expresses it to other people that there's an issue. And that's kind of, I think, how a lot of, not all of them, but a lot of women kind of handle things. They express it to certain people, and then sometimes they'll direct it back to the person they actually have a problem with. And I think that's kind of where just good communication skills are, and, like, it takes practice. But at other times, I feel like it also leads to the lashing out where it's like we don't we always communicate to the correct people and that causes an issue in itself and makes problems. Yeah. I just wanted I just kind of like wanted to like address that because I was like, huh, that's that's interesting. So I guess we should all just open up. No, I, no, I, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> no, because you I know why you should open up, Willard. Why I should open up? No, you shouldn't. Why I should? Well, depending on to whom, but you know, you, you know, you know what's going on for you currently. If you if you start opening up now, that's no, that's a good question. Sorry, Emma, you're like you're our first female guest, so we're asking you questions. Okay. We need the yeah. woman's opinion. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're talking about like me and um, don't say your name. I won't say your name. Okay, so. Nice lady I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. Takai saying starting off, I should not open up to her immediately. Mm-hmm. Or much at all regarding your issues. Okay. Your thoughts on that? How heavy are the issues? I don't think I have any issues that are that heavy. Maybe okay. like, oh, I don't talk about shit think... or something. Here, here. 
No, not for your friend, yeah, but like you. you know, you broke up, uh-huh. and you tell your you know you tell your friends about it. Mm-hmm. You know, your female friends are probably gonna talk behind your back about what might have happened. I mean, okay, I kind of you're saying. I don't think they might talk about the situation. I feel like generally, if they're your friends, they might talk about the situation and get be very transparent with each other. Like, oh, I don't think that she was right in this situation. Like by doing this, this, and this. But, and they might not say that directly to her, especially because she might not receive it well, but I don't think they would, like, talk about it, like, necessarily in malice, especially if they're my, like, if they're genuinely my friends, but I don't know. That's just me. I think, I think, um, so I think it's because I've noticed that, like, maybe with, like, women, you guys protect your feelings a little bit more. Because when it comes down to guys, like, I'm telling you, like, one time I got broken up with, so it wasn't, no, I was broken up with, but, like, the reason for it was kind of, like, not my fault. But, like, when I think about it, like, as, like, a dude, like, it probably was my fault. But it wasn't, like, anything. Like, I did something wrong. It's just, like, I, I just wasn't, I just wasn't him, I guess. So, anyway. I go, I go to the, I go to my boys and they're like, boy, wow, like look at him, bro, look at him, he crying, bro, this bitch fucking someone else. This bitch crying Yo, he being juice world, bro, she already want a whole nut, dude. Look at him, but honestly, nah, I needed that. So I mean, then I wasn't in shape. I'm not. I ain't gonna lie. I was, I was a little keen shape. I was ready for everyone, but like I needed that, like. <laughs> That one emo kid ready to just yeah kind of no no I was like I was kind of like man like because the thing is they was roasting me on stuff that I was kind of like okay seeing it from the perspective I'm like that is kind of funny though but like no not about her like fucking another guy but like you know like Luki like kind of like how it went down my friend, you know Boom, what I, my friends found that I broke that I was cheated on it wasn't nice <laughs> <laughs> bro let's just say I didn't get the end of it until. I still haven't got the end of it, bro. <laughs> my friends, they won't let me live that down, and I'm actually glad that they won't. Yeah, like I, I, I'm, I feel the same way. Like, so, what, what do you mean, like, live it down? Like, I mean, it gets to a point where they eventually just stop talking about it. But like, usually, like, nah, actually, you're right. They never let you live it down because you'll be joking and they'll be like, like, no, like you start like, see your friend and they like, didn't your girlfriend cheat on you? Then you get cucked or something like. So, I'm not saying like, I'm getting cucked, but like you know, like usually when you get. You know, like, yeah, no, but like, honestly, that's kind of funny. Like, at the end, like, we can laugh yeah, about it. Like, funny. we can laugh about it at the end. I've noticed that, like, like with my sister, like, and her, like, group of friends, dude, if she said that, I feel like my sister probably beat someone up. It's like when I say one number. No, no, because she probably be like, what you mean it's by like that? And it just gets worse. Like, dudes, you. we, like, kind of laugh about it because it's kind of like, no. we. Yes. It's kind of, it's not as funny again, you know, but the thing is, it's like, we're like, we are emotional about it, but it's kind of like we look at it and it's like, yeah, okay, well, yeah. But I noticed that like, well, like, well, my sister, like her friends, they're like kind of like, what do you mean, like? And then they just start getting real personal. Next thing, they fighting. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely different for women. Like, I don't know. I'm. I feel like for me personally, I'd be in shambles for a minute, like Shit. for a hot minute. I love that word. No, I do. <laughs> but like, at least for a minute, depending on the situation. But like. Once I get over it, I'm over it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like It'd I can. Be like that. Yeah, and I think that's kind of just the. Huh. They said you have to be like that. Yeah. No. Yeah, and I think that's kind of just the how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I was just. Nah, I definitely think it's it's really like that though. But like I don't know, man. I, I definitely got some roots that I'll never like live down. Still think about them from time to time. Whenever I'm down, I'm like. You're right. You're right. I think it's a chapter in life we all need. We all need that humiliation, kind of 
break us down. You gotta get also, humbled, bro. We have to build ourselves back up yeah, pretty much to go through it. Oh, breakups? What? Uh, okay. Um, we'll find this out afterwards, but... Calling the cops. We're going to wrap this up here. Uh, thank you all for coming. This was a great talk about seasonal depression. Emma, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. No problem. So finishing out, we're going to end with some closing words. For those who are listening, just remember, you matter. You are always important, regardless of who says anything about you, because at the end of the day, you are your biggest priority. So before you decide to take on a task or responsibility or any endeavor in life, make sure you're okay first, because that way you can handle anything. Anyone else like to say anything before we end? Yeah, drink water. Two hydrogens, two oxygens. No, sir, that is two hydrogens and one oxygen. No, two hydrogens. I almost tripped out. It's dehydrogen monoxide. No, no, I'm talking about two hydrogens, two oxygens. I don't know what element that is. You're e- that's your evil man. <laughs> it's peroxide. Peroxide, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Drink water. Thank you for listening. Uh, piece by piece, this is episode 10. Uh, please follow us on social media and YouTube coming very soon. Piece by piece. P E A C E B I P I E C E. Make sure to leave your thoughts in the comments. Peace.